50 weeks, two dads, one hat. Hey, this is Jason. And this is Brandon. From two dads. With hats. <laughs> You're completing my sentences. It's only taken 50 weeks. 50 weeks. Wow. <laughs> so this is also the first time we've done an intro with two of us together. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Well, this is the grand finale of the show. This is the 50th is. episode, man. Wrap up 50 weeks, right, Jason? This is an incredible moment. We, we could not have planned for this. We couldn't script what happened in this show, man. I mean, we did some scripting, to be quite honest. Uh, I think you do the scripting. I do the uh, <laughs> in the moment. Let's just make it happen. Like the DJ. <laughs> so we had on, oh, man, like a dozen of our friends, right? And we, we recorded this show for our very last show. And uh, now this is it. It's a long show, right? We put together much longer than our usual. It was powerful, man. In fact, without this intro, it was 50 minutes edited down. I thought that was, we're overplaying the whole 50 thing. Yeah, you do have a 50 on your hat. I, I like right. that. I'm not sure what it means, but it's good. Maybe you had a custom <laughs> hat. I had this custom made from, uh, and about 38,000 more Summerfest in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the 50th anniversary of Summerfest. The world's largest music festival. I, I will point out this is winter now. So winter has come. It's not just winter is coming. <laughs> I can't control it, man. Winter is definitely here. Well, hey, Jason, I think this was a great show we recorded with our friends. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoys it. And uh, this, is, this is the last show. I hate it when people just end a podcast and you have no idea what happened. But we're moving on to 2018, right? Yeah, this is a project we agreed to do 50 weeks 50 episodes, and it's been one hell of a year, man. This journey has been just incredible. It has been. And uh, not to get all teared up, but thank you for spending the time with me. Thank you, sir. Well, should we just turn it over to the recording now, let everybody enjoy it? Yeah, I wanted to say the whole uh, sit back, relax, and you, uh, you take us out for the last time. Enjoy this week and the final episode of Two Dads with Hats. Ready, Freddy? Oh, boy, we got some heavy editing here. Heavy editing. Give me something to say and I'll say it. Les copains d'abord. Let's do this thing. Welcome to Two Dads with Hats with your hosts, Jason and Brandon. Hey, Brandon. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, Jason and Paul and Nate and Manly and Liz and Deb and Carrie and Jane. How's everyone doing? Woo, good. Doing Woo. great. <laughs> we, we have, this is like some of our closest friends here with us today for this very special show. And now well, there were somebody else oh, recording oh. Guys. This is his color. It's a Miami lime green all the way from South Florida, Eddie Vidal. Eddie, good evening, sir. How you doing? <laughs> from the streets of Miami. Well, if you hear any shots there, just be careful. Bienvenido a Miami. So, Jason, we have uh, a lot of our friends on today, and we're doing a very special show. Do you want to kind of – there you are. You, you moved. Like you were over here and you moved over here. I had to adjust. I, I wasn't sure if maybe trading out the hats too. We've got some terrific hats on here. It's pretty crazy, man. It's wow. Yes, we're getting we're getting good here now. Well, do you want do you want to tell us um, like how we got all these people on here? Not not the logistics of first we open the laptop, then we compose an email, but why we're doing this. So this is, like you mentioned, this is a special show tonight. This is the recording of our final episode. We've been doing this for about a year now. We've been growing, we've been talking, we've been learning for, for about a calendar year. It's been a great ride. It's been, it's been quite a journey. And all the people that are on, on here with us tonight played an integral role in making this podcast what it was over the course of the year. So first of all, I think we this is our opportunity to thank everyone. Thank you. I'm going to raise my herb tea with honey because I'm not feeling well to everyone. 
so you can raise your appropriate beverage if you're not driving. It has oh, yeah. been a calendar year, a lunar year, a fiscal year, whatever you want to say. It's it's been a year, and we want to bring folks back on to to revisit a couple things. Um, this is not like a Montel big reveal. I want to make sure everyone is is aware. There's no there's no scariness here. Um, but uh, first of all, I think just let's go around and, and just say hi to everybody, and maybe um, if we could go in alphabetical order of your state when they joined the no that would not be that be too hard. I was uh, told there'd be no math. Why don't we just kind of <laughs> we'll just check in up here with maybe Paul and Nate since they're on the top of the row that I see. I don't know if everyone rows rows different, and uh, you, you guys have I believe matching hats right now. Packers right. yeah, are well represented so far. So the, we have a lot of Packers fans. Uh, as you know, Lil Wayne, um, our good friend uh, Will Farrell, Paul Stry, and Nate Brown are all Packers fans. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that awesome. there. For a team fan base right there, that's pretty solid. It's cool to be on your call right now. How cool is that? <laughs> and Jason has a hat entirely made out of cheese, which makes me very hungry right now. Um, well, let's do this. I'll tell you what um, – Paul and then Nate, we want to ask, we, we talked with you all quite a ways back, months back. Um, and is there anything that now looking back you wish you could have shared with us? We didn't have time, didn't have a lot of time when we talked that you wish you could have shared with us at that time? Or stuff maybe we shouldn't have shared? Is, <laughs> Oversharing? Well, we can't really edit those. They're out on the internet now. So if your parole officer is calling you in, that's on you. Hey, let me, let me go first, because uh, I think this is just an absolute blast. I can't believe it's 50 shows. 50, do you guys know 50 people, apparently, that all were able to participate? Okay, there's a couple repeats. I think I was one in 38, maybe. I don't know. Um, but what a blast this has been. And then also to see everybody else. I mean, think about how we're all connected and all over the country. I mean, this is pretty cool. You know, look at everybody here. There's Nate. There's Deb out on the East Coast. You know, Jane in the mighty Midwest. Carrie, our Pittsburgh connection. Manly. Liz, you know. And then we have, well, we saw Eddie for a little bit doing his, uh, you know, streets of uh, Miami. But this is very cool. Very happy and very excited to be part of this group. That's awesome. And, Nate, I was having problems talk, hearing Paul because I was eating quinoa oh. in celebration of California. So. <laughs> Maybe, Nate, if you could, you shared some really good um, things when you talked, and you were also in the midst of doing some, some speaking and presenting at conferences, really sharing with the world um, your views. Is there anything that you wish you could have uh, shared with us, but but now, given 90 seconds, you can? Yeah, yeah, a few things. <laughs> I feel like we got pretty nerdy in the customer service area and talked a lot about effective communication, which obviously is important to a, a lot of the people that you and Jason roll with. Uh, in your in your geek environment, I know you hang out with a lot of cooler people than your customer service friends, but I'm I'm still proud to be in that crowd. Uh, but I think just after the show, and I had a blast on the show. I love what you guys are doing with this. Um, but I selected a particular hat um, from my deceased grandfather um, because I've been thinking a lot about legacy lately, and just the fact that uh, it's two dads with hats. And whenever I put one of my grandfather's hats on, and I've got several. The, the, the immediate memory that comes to mind is the exuberant way that he played Yahtzee. And it's, <laughs> it is so funny the things that stick out in terms of our legacies when we, when we leave this earth. Um, just the fact that he had so much joy rolling dice and the fact that he was able to translate that joy to his grandkids, um, just that, that flair that he had for life and just these little things. I just, um, you know, I'm trying to be more, more intentional with my daughters in terms of the, the, the way that I pay attention to them, the way that I play with them and engage with them. And, uh, and when, it, when it comes down to communication, uh, I, wanna, I want my daughters to feel like they knew me very authentically uh, for the duration that I was able to spend with them on this silly globe. So that, that's kind of what I was thinking about the last month or two. Now that you've made us all cry, <laughs> that, that was that was that was something else. That was really that was really phenomenal. You know, um, 
I was, I was going to ask uh, Jane if maybe you could share a little bit of um, you, you, when you came on the show, I think Jason, we talked with Jane a lot about changes and it kind of riffs off of what Paul and then Nate said is changes looking back, uh, family and Jane, if you wanted to kind of add on to that of anything where you've seen since the time you've come on and over the past year or more as, uh, as we leave our memories with people, we form those and then we leave them there. Sorry, I saw Coco last night, the Pixar movie about <laughs> remembering your ancestors. I give it away, but man, that was powerful. Except Disney, when you listen to this, please skip the 37-minute intro on Frozen. That was horrendous. <laughs> Just get straight to the story. So, like half the people got up and walked out saying, we're, we're in the wrong movie. Of course, it's all in Spanish, what I love, but that's okay. Oh, Jane, we can't hear you. You're pulling a Brandon. Doesn't look like she's on mute. Maybe just select your audio device. I think while Jane is working on that, because Russian hackers are trying to keep this from going out, we could ask Liz if um, what's changed since you came on, you and your shoes since you came on. I oh those shoes I'm gonna kill Joshua one of these days. Oh, I shouldn't have said that when it's being recorded. If anything <laughs> happens to Joshua, it had nothing to do with me. I would not do that. Oh my God. I've actually had big changes. I changed jobs, still the same company, but changed jobs, which is was huge for me. Um, you know, it's a whole new step. I left the family I worked with before at my company and uh, now working with kind of some old family and new people. So yeah, a lot of changes. And what's all been good. We kind of cornered you into the whole, uh, I think it was the, was it the change management? No, knowledge management. Yeah, we talked about we talked about a lot of things. We talked spent a lot of time talking about KCS. We spent a lot of time talking about Simon Sinek and and uh, you know finding your why. So we talked about a number of things. So yeah, still doing some of what I'm doing will still involve KCS. Um, you know, I'm going to take that with me wherever I go. So if we had not presented that as the topic, what what would you what do you wish that you talked about back then? Now that it's in hindsight. <laughs> You know, I don't, I'm not really sure there's anything that I, I don't think I would say that I wish there was anything different about our conversation. And I really liked actually that we covered so many things because I think the plan was originally to really start talking about KCS and, you know, how um, that's worked so great in our organization and what it can do. And then we got talking about the whole concept of starting with why. And I think that was just such a, uh, a great piece of it that was such an important piece of it. And it has to do with so much more than, Certainly just KCS has to do with, you know, can have to do with every aspect of your life. So I don't think that there was really anything that I wish we had talked about that we didn't. So you would say you have zero wishes. I have one wish. Right. And, and all y'all are part of it. I'm really <laughs> glad that you person that would free the genie. What's that, Nate? She's the one person that would free the genie at the end of the movie. <laughs> 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 that's the third wish that's right <laughs> that's it my goodness well Brandon it looks like you you may have gone for another snack break what do you what do you got over there sir uh just more tea oh more tea okay good I mean you can really never have too much quinoa to be quite honest it's one of those things I see everyone's rolling their eyes like oh Brandon your left coast you know natural woo woo <laughs> stuff um but I will say if you take um, asparagus, now you guys like asparagus, you know, around Easter, maybe asparagus with eggs on it, ham, maybe just raw asparagus. You're like, oh, hey, I'm at a football game. This looks like a place they'd serve asparagus at. No, it doesn't happen. Okay. But if you take the stalks, which aren't so good, cut out the really wood parts, the, the, ugh, and you cook those, you make a nice asparagus soup, and then you don't know what to do with it, you put it with quinoa. And believe me, your body will love it. So disclaimer, last week's episode was a cooking episode with Brandon. So I think he's still in that mode. And we're going to wean him back into uh, – well, We're actually going to have a Two Dads with Hat recipe book coming out next year. E-book. E-book. E Great for Christmas or, or Hanukkah. Chinese New Year. <laughs> so, Jane, is your audio working now? Can you hear us? Can we hear you? No. We can't hear you. You got to select the audio device. 
Cool. So should we go? Should we go to Manly? Uh, net neutrality may have been rolled back in um, Nebraska, and they may have to pay mm -hmm. extra to join. So I'm, I'm putting it out there just because when this is released, it'll really be heating up, and I feel like that will help the world. So mm -hmm. while, while we're still nothing, Jane, but if you talk very slowly, we'll try and read your lips. So I just want to kind of throw out there, maybe between Manly and uh, and Carrie and Deb, um, they may have like the biggest changes possible that they want to they want to share that have happened this year to them. Deb's like, oh no, I'm not sharing that change, and Brandon, I'm blocking you on Facebook. So <laughs> I got one. I first have a quick question. You all said that this is the last episode of the year or ever. Um, million dollar question, sir. Grip that we sent in to, to uh, Miramax. And Pixar. Don't forget Pixar. They were going to pick us up. Well, yeah, I'm not, I am more of a voice actor, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> this is actually our last episode. We, we wanted to do a year of shows. And um, I actually found – I'm glad you asked that because I found as I was cleaning up, uh, Paul knows. He's, he's been to my place. I have this thing where I want to get rid of everything all the time. I just, I don't like having stuff, very minimalist. So I found some, uh, some stuff that I actually had wanted to do, some, them, some things I'd kind of put in the shelf for the past few years. And so Jason and I decided we would do one year. And then, um, Jason, was that, were you showing us how clean your living room is? It is clean, but I have a bunch of hats laying all over the place. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. So there, there may there may be some other things in the future, but we're wanting to do a wrap. So we wanted our friends to come on and wrap with us the final episode. Nice. Okay, so I, I'm sad. That's what I, I was hoping you meant the last one of the year, but all good things must come to an end, right? So big change. Um, let's do a hat switch here. So gonna make it interesting. If you're wondering where this wacky hat came from, it came from Central Asia, and uh, many of you have heard my crazy story about climate the russian so i got this in uh, kyrgyzstan this is a really really rare hat you don't see many in, in kyrgyzstan the more popular one in kyrgyzstan is this tall one that uh, i have a couple photos of people wearing this thing about y'all remember me when i had a long ponytail look how tall this thing is it barely fits but when i used to have long mm -hmm. hair i'd wear this hat with my hair down occasionally every five years or so when i'd go out and uh it was quite a freak show I just want to share that. So changes this year for me is um, I hit this incredible wall of um, physical, mental burnout, emotional burnout, uh, not burned out in my profession. I believe I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing on the planet and why I was here, why I'm here. But I got, I just got physically cooked. I was doing about the first few years, about 80, dates, 80 speaking dates a year. And most of those were full day uh, workshops. And then, a, so I was traveling hundred plus days, 120 days on a plane a year uh, and a lot of driving. And that was like six years in a row even the last couple of years I was doing less dates, but, um, that I just hit a physical wall in December. And then just, but for both podcasts, I probably, I may have brought this up. The good news is I broke through that wall in September, but the physical recovery was one thing. The change I'm trying to get adjusted to is I don't know how to do anything less than a thousand percent. And especially with being my, you know, a solo entrepreneur basically, and, um, being the primary breadwinner for my family, there's this inherent fear, like with everyone, whether you work for someone else, you work for yourself, there's inherent fear of, you know, what if I don't have a job next week? Um, and in my case, I have a, every time I deliver a work, I have to find another job. It's a you know, perpetual thing, right? So as soon as I give a speech, I'm fired for the most part. Uh, so that, that creates, I don't, so I don't know how to work less than a thousand percent or what's okay below between a hundred and a thousand, what is acceptable and what's going to be good enough. Yeah, so that's a real diff tricky balance for me. And if the simple phrase is, you know, I try to do a life rebalance, but it's much deeper than that for me because this is an inherent mindset um, and approach. And I think I was sort of born that way, just intensely driven to do, do things really well and excel at things. And so plus the fear of, you know, failing as a fail in general and food and finances and all that piled on it. So it's been interesting. So, um, it, but the good news is it's going well so far. So the test is now to come to see if I can make it through a winter cycle without getting a real funk uh, mentally. And um, I think the key to that's going to be exercise for me. I'm exercising more than I, uh, more consistently than I ever have. I've exercised with greater volume only before I'd go on a climbing expedition, but I've never been a big exerciser. I've never loved, even though people assume I am because I'm thin, 
uh, and I'm grateful for that. But I've never been a big aerobic fitness guy or any fitness for that matter. I've never enjoyed it any more than anybody else. Um, so quick final thing I want to say about that. The, the turning point for me, every time I meet somebody who's a, um, an athlete like uh, Dan, I, I got to really get to know Dan in, uh, at the Fusion Conference. And I said, what did it? When, when did you turn that corner? Because almost everybody, there's one of two types. A, they were born just uh, workout freaks. And, but, and then there's a group of people who had some – to, you know, inflection point in their life. And then everything changed. I said, no, from here on out, I am going to exercise no matter what. So, um, a friend of mine out in Nebraska, ironically, um, he had this turning point and here's what did it for him is a book called living with a seal S E A L. I know it's a little hard to understand like Kentucky English, but living with a seal. It's a, by a guy named Jesse Itzler. He was a former white rap star, speaking of rapping, <laughs> in the eight, uh, 90s. His wife is a CEO and founder of Spanx, uh, a clothing company. And he was very well off. He uh, started a NetJet-like company. And uh, anyway, he met this Navy SEAL, long story short. He hired this Navy SEAL to live in his house with his, his wife and his newborn for 31 days in the winter in New York City and train him like a Navy SEAL. And he narrates it. If you're an audible guy, you got to check out the audible version of the book. It is hilarious, but it's very, just to warn you, it's a, it has about as many F-bombs as Scarface, uh, which for me, I think is quite entertaining. I'm not offended at all. And it is just whack. It is It will make you laugh out loud. Constant, constant. So that actually, and this guy told me, he said, dude, I was listening to this book and I went out and started running. And sure enough, a chapter and a half in, I paused it and I ran out the door like Forrest Gump. And I haven't stopped since. <laughs> you have your a little small, huh? Um, <laughs> this was from Tajikistan, but it doesn't fit my little head. Overwhelming. I, I love the hats. You know, I think you 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 may get the uh, the prize for hats furthest traveled. You know, that uh, definitely something else. I just looked up so I can order that book, uh, Living with a Seal. Uh, I will not show you all that I'm wearing my spanks today, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, if you do listen to books, grab the audio audible version because he he actually narrates it himself, and he's he's really really funny and very good at uh, the narration, which is uh, you know rare. I've been writing down here on my my card uh, different highlights from each of you, and uh, I think that I kind of think a little bit of it as I, as I brought it in. I wrote down what what makes your turning point. I think that's so important, Jason. For us, we all have our turning points. Um, during this year, I think we've had some turning points in our relationship, uh, Jason and I. The spanks have nothing to do with that. Um, but uh, in our work, in our, our home lives, our, our familial relationships. Is that a word in English, familial? Is it I think it's Kentucky? Italian, yeah. It is in Kentucky. Uh, is it? <laughs> what we need right there i mean is it, i want to open it up for anybody is that uh does that kind of give anybody a remembrance or cause cause you to think of what was what was a turning point in your life so far maybe something this year it might not be a huge thing there's something that turned for you that gave you new perspective a new desire you started making some type of changes We'll just can you hear me? Moment to hear. Yes, that's Jane. I can hear Jane. Good work. I don't know why. I think it was one of those, you know, shoulder <laughs> slap things. So what you just said, Brandon, because I know it's two minutes and I can do it within that time frame, but that was really what when I came on and had the honor to be on your your podcast, that was really what um, my topic was. Um, it was about change and I underwent um, some sizable career change. Um, within that last year of this last June when we recorded it. But um, it was largely around uh, where I focused my and channeled my energies in my career. I was on a practitioner side, got on the vendor side. There was a lot of things that led up to that because that's not an easy leap to make. Um, but it was really taking a step back and uh, thinking about kind of even me applying some things that I learned from the the organization that I was with for about 30 years um, on how you get through that. And that's the, uh, influencer model, looking at what intrinsically at the personal, social, and structural levels get in your way. And if you know where you want to be, you just got to figure out what those uh, uh, barriers are uh, that are keeping you from getting there and then strategize around it. So 
Um, so I've had a lot of change career-wise. And when it's your career, you know, it's that's a good chunk of your life. And so there's a lot more than what's at work that's being impacted by that and, and um, being, you know, uh, are you being inspired by that? So I'm working from home now and I'm uh, not at home. I'm on an airplane. So it's quite a different change. And, <laughs> and um, all good. Blooming where I'm planted. So. <laughs> I love that we coined that phrase too out of your podcast episode. Love that. So can I tell a cat story? Yeah. Part of the reason I don't have a hat on is because I'm going to have a fabulous hat come May. I'm going a bucket list item, Kentucky Derby. Uh, all booked and ready to go for the first time. So I have my, I have my derby dress. Uh, so now I got to focus on the hat. Gene, I went two years ago, and it was the no three years ago, and it was the best time ever. Yeah, we're we're pretty excited. So I was I was born near the track, actually. Oh, really? Near Churchill Downs, and grew up in the shadow of Churchill Downs, basically. Oh, nice. So that's just a huge, huge, huge part of my growing up in heritage, and uh, love the Derby, love Kentucky. Glad you're going. Yep, it'll be fun. I'll send out a picture when when I get it all dolled up. Yeah, it won't be too far from me in Nashville. <laughs> I was gonna say pirate Nate to go over there. And... Oh no, it's a uh, it's a skunk. <laughs> oh, even better, the skunk cat. I smelled it. <laughs> Man, Manly knows what's up. <laughs> At some point, when I get to come visit my sister in Knoxville, I'm coming over to see you, Nate. We'll, we'll oh, that'd be amazing. Go skunk hunting or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, we we actually just go outside and kick them. We don't we don't hunt them. We just run them over with our four by fours. Yeah. Our dog's been sprayed by enough of them that uh, you may you may run over all of them that you like. Okay, deal. You could spray them. You know what Jane? I actually wrote what Jane said down on my card here, bucket list, because I think that at every stage of life we're able to do a different version. Sometimes we don't even know it's a bucket list until we look back and you're talking with people, you're talking with friends, and you, you share an experience, and people say, "Oh man, I wish I wish I could do that." And you realize you've kind of done your own version of a bucket list just going along through life and then as we get to certain points we're able to um you know we're able to time-wise resource-wise go and do these things like you said jane and, and those are those are amazing that we can do and i also want to call out that with so many friends that we have we all have this mutual acquaintance or a mutual connection i'm sorry probably the better word that we're able to as we travel see our friends and to spend time um so now we're back on. Eddie, can we can we jump over? Thank you. You're here. You're you're safe. You're not not driving. Can uh, if you're able to, I think your connection might be going up and down. Can you share with us? Because you had we're kind of piggybacking off of what Jane shared. You've had a lot of positive change over the past few years in your life, and maybe some things that you could share with us that you weren't able to when you came on and you uh, joined Jason and I earlier this year on our show. Well, thanks for having me on. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Well, this well, this podcast is so serious. I gotta I gotta change my <laughs> mindset here. Uh, uh, what's happened? It hasn't been one year. It's been two years. It's been it's been a ride. I I, I guess like Jane, I've always been a practitioner, and now I'm doing consulting. And it it wasn't by choice, but I guess it landed in my lap and I've been doing this now this month, actually two years or a couple of weeks ago. It's been now two years that I've been doing this and it's changed my life um, for the better, I guess. Uh, it pushes me more. I'm not so much like manly where when I'm done with one job, I'm fired. But What's interesting is that I always have to be on point. I always have to be contrib contributing and adding value. Not that I don't think that I was doing that before, but it's so different when you're getting a, a steady paycheck and benefits where now I, I don't get that. And I'm, I'm always wanting to work because when I don't work, I don't get paid. And yeah, I like taking my time off too, but I notice I can take all the time off in the world that I want. I just won't get paid. So I sort of adapted to that. I don't want to make it all about money, but it's been an interesting ride in a sense, career wise. Uh, but on the personal side, I've had a lot of change this year. 
uh, family-wise, some good, some not so good. We experienced that Hurricane Irma, and we lost power for eight days. And the one thing that I did realize is that we have too much. We need to keep it simple. We were staying at my sister-in-law's house, and it was we were basically in one room. We had air conditioning, which was great. I was enjoying life. It was so simple. And uh, I talked to my wife. It's like we have, we're very fortunate. I think we have so much that how can I, um, how can I downsize? How can I still work, but try to find that balance and enjoy whether it's travel or spending time with my family. And then uh, like Manly said about exercising, I've, I've committed to running a half marathon and I've been running and I swimming for the first time. And I feel that at my age now I'm getting in better shape than I did in my thirties. So those are some of the things that have been happening to me, trying not to sound so serious, but <laughs> I just, um, I don't know. I, I try not to take things for granted and, uh, enjoy it as it comes. I feel lucky. Sometimes I feel like it's going to go all away at one time. So I'm one of these guys that I'm always looking over my shoulder and not a great way to approach life, but and everybody has their thing and that's mine. And I don't know, since the podcast, when, I think when I, I did one of your early podcasts. So you were an early adopter, yes. And so I think you guys started at the same time that we did with ours. And I'm sort of jealous because you guys have done 50 and people don't realize unless they do this, how hard it is. And we've only, we've done 10, but we've only published five. And uh, it's, it's, I I get, I, I don't know about you guys, but I get on such a great emotional high when I do it and when I interview the person and then also when we release it. But during the time that we have our lulls and we need to go find guests, that's sort of like, I'm not as motivated as I should be. But it's given me such an amazing platform and we haven't released, like I said, five podcasts, but we've been talking to some people that I never thought in my life that I would have conversations with. So well, I think that's one, enough. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. One, Eddie, could you release the rest of them into the wild? Yeah. And two, um, because I don't think all of our listeners know, what is the podcast? How can they find it? It's called The Authenticast. It's about authentic leadership and change and more about authenticity and how you are as an individual. But we're trying to find leaders because I think everybody's a leader, but people that have done something that have made a difference that are passionate about something. So we've gotten a lot of the keynote speakers from the HCI and fusion conferences, but then I've reached out to some authors that I've read. So some of the ones that we have on tap is a guy by the name of John Gordon and probably Manly knows these guys. And uh, we talked to Biz Stone, Jeff Havens, which was at the HCI conference. And I forget who else. So We've got some others on tap and we've always, it's interesting. We always go to these conferences and we go talk to these speakers and we tell them what they do and they're all excited to be on the show. So that's a good thing. And it's like everybody here today that if you call us to be on here, not only because we're friends with you, but I think everybody likes to talk about themselves, but we enjoy doing this, whether it's to help you or whether it's for us. I mean, cause I get a kick out of this and anytime you ask me, all I got to say is yes. We appreciate that. We may have strong-armed a few people, uh, some who decide not to join today. No, just kidding. But uh, <laughs> ask people to come on. And so I, I do want to uh, tell folks, you know, look forward to those, uh, those episodes that are coming out from the Authenticast. And I was remiss because, Manly, I did not bring home, uh, I think it's your latest, latest book. It's at work because I've noticed through that some other leaders have actually picked up, and I see it in their offices, reading could you could you share with everybody who's listening because not not everybody goes through and listens to all 50 we've made them on purpose small this one is a double this is a, a huge one for us we usually make them 30 minutes or under 25 28 so people can listen on their average american commute um some people only commute like jane about 10 feet 
into you know the home office. So you've got to listen to you know whenever you can. Um, if you're like five minutes to the airport, though. <laughs> there you go. If you're like Eddie and you're training, you can listen while you're biking or maybe not swimming. But uh, Eddie, uh, I'm so for Eddie, that's the um, you know, I wanted to plug that. Um, but Manly, I didn't bring. I'm sorry, my book is at work. Could you, if you have a copy handy, or Jason, somebody can hold it up so we could tell folks. Um, I I am still working through the first third of it because I'm highlighting and marking and sharing and putting those into practice. Now I'm doing what people know know as stalling uh, for for <laughs> for Manly and his terrific hat from something stand. I've got about a thousand of them in the upstairs. Uh, my wife will attest they're going away, but <laughs> in a good way. But I don't have one right here at my hands. Usually I do. I can't believe there's not like five stacked up everywhere. If you got to see what this office really looks like, you would you would laugh. Thank you for bringing it up. It's uh it's called Reaching Your Next Summit: Nine Vertical Lessons for Leading with Impact. And it's uh. I've been, I've been, honestly, I've been stunned at the reception of it because I've, my, all of my energy in the last seven years of being a full-time speaker has been focused on primary, 80% of that energy has been focused on the speaking itself and trying to be good at what I do when I open my mouth and the art and the craft of that and studying that from every angle possible and continuing to do that every year because I think that's, that's the most important piece of it all for me is it be good at what you're doing and that comes into content and all that too. But so anyway, then everybody, as you know, as I said, well, you got to write a book, you got to write a book if you're a speaker. So I finally did. And I'm not an everyday writer. Uh, I'm not an everyday author. Even I did write a book with some other speaking coaches a few years back that did really well. But, uh, so for me, that was very, it kind of links back to what I said earlier. I don't know how to do things at anything less than a thousand percent, but I did what I always do. I try to find people that, um, who are really good at it and much better at it than me and, and try to get them on the team. So I, I hired uh, three, well, one of them is my wife. <laughs> so I didn't hire her, but she put up with me being, she was an editor. And then I had uh, two full-time, uh, one full-time professional editor and another person who was a professional editor full-time in her past life. And I had them do five passes of editing with me doing a lot of writing in between all that. But the end result, I was a friend of mine, an NSA speaker that, you guys will probably, sadly, probably never get to see us uh, speak. But um, anyway, this person reckon, really pushed me to write it myself and not have what a lot of people, majority of people said, just go get a recording of your, one of your keynotes and have a ghostwriter create a book from it, and that's good enough. And so this one gal uh, really pushed me not to do that and to really sit down and bang it out on the keyboard myself. And I did, did that, and I'm pleased the way it turned out because people, I've, I've heard a lot of really really positive responses because I didn't know if I could put a good book out or not. And there's plenty of, of shitty speaker books out there. No offense to my colleagues, but um, my business mentor said, if you're going to do it, write something you're proud of. And I think that's an advice for all of us, whatever it is we're going to do, right? My stepfather, I'm going to drop two curse words in one minute here. My stepfather always used to say, don't half ass it. If you're going to half ass it, don't do it. So this applied to weed pulling in particular in my fifth grade life. And he would find one little blade of grass and make me go back and pull it. So which led to an unhealthy uh, focus on perfectionism to some extent, but it also elevated my work ethic as a young man. And that was, uh, that made a, I think that played into that whole thing. So uh, anyway, thank you for asking about it. You can find out more about it at verticallessons.com. That's uh, a plural, but vertical with L E S S O N S.com. So, uh, Thanks for asking about it, Brandon. It's doing great. People, um, I've, I've just been very surprised at how uh, good it turned out. I am prompted um, as Eddie, Jane, Eddie, and Manly in order, as you all have shared with us, that I, I want to challenge everybody that's here with us today, as well as everyone who listens, both people, to um, go ahead and start looking for what your next goals are. And write them down. I actually have a um, on my wall, you know those big post-it notes that are like three feet by two feet you can get? I picked some up and uh, I'll put stuff on them because I, I don't like to write on my wall, you know, so therefore I put it on the post-it. I know when I was younger apparently, my, there you go, see Manly's got it, the big giant post-it notes. <laughs> and just write down some stuff that you've been wanting to do and there's something psychological about when you write it. Jason, you and I talked about this. When you write it down and you put it in a prominent place, I know I've heard people say they'll take dry erase markers and write it on their bathroom mirror. 
because every day they're going to look at it or their hygiene goes downhill really quickly if they don't want to look at that. So, um, but I'm going to challenge all of us because I've got a couple things that I'm putting up there um, that really are good. It's kind of that mind, body, and soul, all the different things. That, there you go, the triangle Jason and I talked about. Um, so thank you all for sharing that with us. We, we're going to go to Carrie and then Deb, and then I want to go back to Nate because just some more about these Kentucky hats, you know. We can come back. But Carrie, could you – you were on fairly, fairly recently. I was. I was just last month. So we couldn't, we couldn't stay away from you, you know, even with the restraining order. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that maybe you and um, – Oh my gosh, not Cujo. I'm so sorry. Zena and Zena want to share. First of all, your hat yes. is stunning in a 1920s sort of way. Yes. So Hold on, just stand very still there because the hipsters out where I live are going to love that picture right there. It'll look way better on a different day. So in in the short time, just a short time since you were on with us? Yes. What do, you, what do you wish you could have told? Oh, my gosh, I wish I had said this. Now you have a chance. Oh, Doc Brown, thank you. I feel like that was literally like two weeks ago. But um, so one of the things I'm doing right now, um, but I have to jump back to tell you about it. So I am three years ago. So I've been going through like, I'll call it major life changes for the last, say, three and a half years. So I went from like being in a relationship of 14 years to by myself. That was a huge adjustment. And then my daughter went off to college, so I'm by myself, got a new dog, and then I just downsized my house. Um, so I, my, like when I, so those were like, um, I guess, huge changes. I'm just downsizing now, and it's great um, just to get rid of a ton of stuff. But three years ago, I decided that um, the one thing I always wanted to do that I never really got to do is travel. So I have a goal now that every year I am going to go on an amazing vacation, no matter what, it's going to happen, right? So I've been to, gosh, I don't know where I've won. I went to oh, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, and then last year I did the three-week trip to Europe. So planning another trip for the following year. And that, that was, there was a whole bunch of reasons for that. Um, and this hat actually helps me remind myself. Um, I got it with D. Um, you guys know D from HDI. I was going through, about three years ago, we were traveling and I was going through probably the worst part of it, of the changes. And every time I go out with her, she's so encouraging. She's like, oh, get it. You need to do this for yourself. And, you know, you deserve this and treat yourself. So this is like my fun hat. Um, but it always reminds me to, you know, go out and have fun and don't worry about things sometimes like how much money is it going to cost. Uh, you'll find a way. Have fun. So um, I keep this like I can see this every day. So it definitely helps me, you know, remember like do things for yourself. Go do those goals you set. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now is planning a vacation because I'm going to do it every year for the rest of my life. No matter what. going to happen. That is awesome. That's awesome. I wrote, I wrote it down, Carrie. Yeah. So that's one that of my. awesome. I especially love the part you said you're gonna you're gonna make it happen no matter what, even regardless of the financial. And because I've had so many people tell me like, "Well, I couldn't afford to do whatever crazy trip I did." And I'm telling you, the most expensive, craziest trips I did were when I had the least amount of money, by yeah. far. So if you want it bad enough, you'll just do it. Right. Yeah, I, I, I always thought, I always kind of like thought, like, I don't want to have to wait till I retire to do vacations because number one, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I'd also like to do things while I can still, you know, walk and do some adventurous things. So just do it now. And it's very expensive to take care of Xena when you're gone. Like the, the, you know, the room and board is very expensive for dogs. <laughs> you got to factor dog care into it. Yeah. <laughs> you really do, right? Yeah, it's usually a few hundred bucks. Yeah. It is so important to do that. And I think um, you kind of segue in. Thank you for coordinating that, Carrie and Deb. Because, Deb, you have taken some trips and you do things. And you talked to us specifically, I think, as mainly kind of led into it doesn't have to be huge. They don't have to be um, when we can. You know, I, I 
I was talking with somebody because I have a rock from Iceland on my desk at work. That happened because I was coming back from a, a conference and I just kind of stepped in there. But it can also just be little things around us, you know, places, day trips. And, and you, you talked with us about that. Do you want to share some of those kind of seize the moment? And or I'll give you an option B because we're, we're running out of time here. Just what do you want to say, period? Because you can always choose that option. Yeah, you saved me for last, Brandon. And uh, I, I noticed on your pink sheet of paper there, there, there's really not a lot of room left for me. Oh, I'm in the heart? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, um, I had a really, really great time uh, taking part in um, Two Dads with Hats here. So um, I talked a, a lot in my time about reflection. Um, so it's kind of cool that you've all contributed um, tonight and uh, I'm pulling bits and pieces from each of the things that you guys said um, and I will take my time to reflect on it and uh, and really think about um, all the things that you guys have said because it's really inspiring um, all the things that um, you guys have been talking about and so Goals, uh, legacy, um, vision board, uh, you're, you're posted on the wall. These are all some really good things that, um, I, you know, this, this time of year, December for me is the time that I reflect on my life, you know, from January through December, start setting some goals for myself um, in the next year. And um, I really do want to have a lot of uh, change in my life in the next couple of years. I've been working, um, I've been doing a, a consulting job on the side where I'm training um, these retirees, or actually mostly elderly folks, they're 80 and up. Um, and it has just been the most rewarding experience to sit and listen to them so when nate was talking about legacy and his uh wearing his uh was that your grandfather's hat um yep yeah my grandpa yep yeah it really made me think about um the time that i spend with these guys um and the legacy of what i want to be able to uh to look forward to and share with with people so um I'm going to be doing a lot of thinking and reflecting um, in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be, um, um, today is actually a, a, a great day in terms of the, the Giving Tuesday thing. Um, I, I, one of the other things that I talked about um, in my uh, podcast was um, philanthropy. And so it, I always tried to do some type of trip or, or something with regard to philanthropy. And I'm going to be going to Florida uh, in a couple of weeks for Habitat for Humanity. We're going to take a week and um, work on building a house down there. And um, I think it's Palm Springs that I'm going to be going to. Um, so I've kind of been all over the place with my thoughts here. Um, but um, I've done a lot of, I'll, I'll be doing a lot of reflection, thinking about legacy, um, thinking about how you can, um, I don't know, just basically um, inspire other people like you guys have been doing. One of the things that I want to do in the next uh, year is I want to travel, I want to uh, maybe even change jobs. So um, I'm, I'm kind of sad to hear that you aren't doing these podcasts anymore because I was looking forward to, to hearing all these nuggets of wisdom from all these people that you, uh, you have interviewed. So um, that's basically my contribution to tonight. So I hope that you all take a couple of minutes to reflect on your own lives and um, the things that um, you're going to be doing. In the next coming year. Deb, you got the center. You got the heart. <laughs> oh. I'm a, you have to understand, I'm a little tired tonight, too. I mean, in the East Coast here, it's 10 o'clock. 
Um, so this is my Delilah voice. <laughs> I like that you still have to record our two guys with hat voicemail so when people call, they get that Delilah voice. It's very soothing. People are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll come on a show. So, um, Jason, I don't think we could have we could have had a better opportunity here, a better time with our friends gathered across time zones to talk. And, and I, I, I will take a picture of this, Jason, so we can upload it. I tried to capture what I thought resonated most as we talked through this. And so everyone can everyone everyone here can get a copy of this so you can see. Hopefully you can read my Sanskrit here. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't think, Jason, we could have had a better show. This is incredible. And I, I call this, you know, the Colorado connection. I think everyone on the <laughs> call right now, we, we've all spent some time in the, uh, in the mountains, in the Purple Mountains. And uh, for me, that's really how this all started almost a year ago, is we recognized that we all are asked to wear different hats. And I love the fact that all the, everyone here has different hats you're, you're, you're showing us. And every single one has a story. And that's one of the things that I've really, I've tried to apply in my day-to-day -day life this past year is to stop and notice what people, what, what is the story of the person I'm encountering with? You know, we've talked about so many different themes this year. One of them, of course, is putting your phone down and paying attention to the people around you. And for me, I'm big in a hat. So I have a nice hat collection. Um, Nate, yours is quite impressive. Thank you. Manly, you have some great stories. You know, it's interesting, but everyone has a story. What happens when you just ask them to share their story? And I feel like that's what we've done here in the last calendar year. We have some pretty incredible stories from our friends that we all have Colorado in common. So thanks again for being on the show. Thanks for being on being here with us this year. You know, it's been it's been quite a journey. So, Jason, I was going to ask you if we have time for one final thing. However, there is no more. No, we have no more time. <laughs> we've, we've literally reached the end of our journey, and I want to thank everybody, as Jason said, for joining us on our journey. And uh, we look forward to what comes next because we know our, our paths cross. And uh, we love you guys. Thanks so much. Back thank at you. Guys. Thank you, man. Love you guys. Yeah. You guys love awesome. you guys. We'll see you all soon. Happy early New Year. Bye, everybody. Yes, happy New Year. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Hasta luego, muchacho. <laughs> <laughs>